A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes that they can't get to work. So, we're back. Joel's here. Hey! Producer Joel, is, we're back together. The band is back together. That's the boys are back in town. Oh, is it? Yeah. You, um, come on. Everyone else would have known that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Boys are back in town, Joel. Here we are. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Um, it has. I think everyone's missed us, mm. our, our dynamic. Yeah. It's gold, I think. Yeah, it really hurt me having to edit the other intros that you did. Really? Yeah. But with Danny? Yeah, I would cut out anything funny Danny said. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have to do anything? No, it's quite easy. Oh, no. I love Danny. Um, friend of the show. Uh, very nice of him to do the intros yeah, while you were away. Danny. Yeah, probably shouldn't slag him off, should you? No, I'm not slagging him off. I said it wow. hurt. I said it hurt because he was so good. Actually, I slagged him off, didn't I? You really slagged him off. Yeah, actually. yeah, that yeah. was me. It was all you. Yeah, sorry, Danny. Yeah. I was just, I just went for the joke. I didn't mean it. Um, so good. Um, Edinburgh's done. I'm back from Greece. We're we're ready to go. Yeah. New season. Mm-hmm. Um, what is there to talk about? There's so much to talk about, Joel. Um, you came to Edinburgh. I did. Did you have a good time? I had a lovely time. What happened? The rain. I've never experienced rain like it. Did it rain when you were there? Really bad. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was one really of the bad. nights. It rained so much that it basically just ended the night. It was lightning, wasn't it? Was it was so wet. Yeah, yeah, really. We had to wait outside um, to see the brilliant Zoe Lyons, who oh, was yeah. who was. What other excellent. shows did you see that was brilliant? Uh, I saw uh, a gorilla sits in a chair and what rocks other, backwards other, what, for what an other, hour. What other shows did you see that was brilliant? Uh, Richard Gadd, amazing. What, yeah, what other shows Probably did you see that was saw. brilliant? Uh, Tom Parry, Parioki, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love obviously, that. obviously. But what, uh, what other show did you see? What's the first show you saw that was brilliant? First show. The first show when you first got to Edinburgh. Show. What? Uh, I saw Mark Simmons at the Banshee oh, Lab. Did you every was, day at four forty-five? How was that? Uh, four fifty, actually. Four fifty. Yeah. Well, I get there early, get the best seat. Yeah. You, well, yeah. It was, it was busy, Joel. It was busy. Yes, thank it was, you. The room was full of how laughter. Was the, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, how was? Uh, did you enjoy the show? I loved the show. Oh, it was a great show. show. Stop going on about it. Um, I don't know why you brought it up. And then I was. Um, there was an awkward but, bit at the sh- end. Sh- sh- was there? Well, because it's a, a show with a bucket where people give oh, money. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't make you give money. No, I? you didn't. No, no. no. Um, I went down anyway. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah. my girlfriend was like, "What do we do?" She was really nervous oh, she's about worried. walking past oh, with the bucket. No, no, forget him. Yeah, don't worry about it. One thing we have to bring up. What we did, I did, I did a podcast every day, <laughs> and my producer came up to Edinburgh to help with the podcast. It was a bit we planned it because originally you were going to come up on the first day, and oh, we were going to yeah. set it up together, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you, you didn't, you didn't come once to the podcast. Well, just no, what just what happens, bad, isn't it? 
Well, the day I wasn't coming got cancelled because of bad weather. Was that when I was there? Bad weather. Wasn't there one that got cancelled? There was one that got You weren't there at that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was one because there was a sewage burst in the venue. Oh, that was definitely when I was there. No. I think it was. You weren't coming, I was going to be there. That, oh, was, was, that wasn't the one was you were outside. coming to. I was banging the, the door down. To, Where's the podcast? The one you were coming to, you said you were hungover. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my sewage had burst <laughs> because of my hangover. Oh, that's disgusting. Wow, it is. I'm actually. Oh, I no. wish you hadn't brought it up. I know. No. Oh, I'm very sorry. You brought that it didn't up come. as well, did you? <laughs> brought it up. Ugh. Brought it down. Um, right. Okay. Good. Caught up. Apology. Lovely. I Good. would like to apologise again, like on the record. No, I'm sorry. Again, didn't you come. didn't actually apologise for not coming. We haven't actually mentioned I'm it. So, you oh, brushed under the carpet. You're hoping not to forget, but I didn't forget, and no, I've been worried right. to you're a bitter, for this bitter moment man. to do it. So. Uh, hot hot joke gossip uh, joke gossip joke news mm-hmm. I uh, wrote a joke yesterday and yep wow well done yep and it was um, what was it a blind folded archery mm-hmm. uh, you don't know what you're missing great yeah so yeah I was pleased with that and then I got a message this morning and comedian, and he, he's featured on one of the episodes in Edinburgh, but he hasn't, I don't think we've released it yet. Alf? No. No. Nope. Uh, in my form. Yeah. He's called Alf, and uh, one-liner comedian, very mm-hmm. nice guy, uh, friend of the podcast, listens, I think. Um, he did the exact same joke. <gasps> so, yeah, yeah. So, two people messaged me. So, one, so he sort of tweeted me and just told me that, that and yeah. then another comedian did. Uh, and it was Was identical did you block them yeah yeah I'm still using it no no it was identical how interesting yeah it is interesting because in my head I was like you'd think that I'd seen him do it Mm. and then subconsciously maybe been thought of it but that wasn't what happened so it's very strange because the original wording Mm -hmm. when I wrote it yesterday was uh, blind was it blind people with guns they don't know what they're missing. Yeah. Right. That was the original first idea. And then I thought to take the sting out of it, remove the blind bit. Yeah. So then it was blindfolded shooting. Yeah. And then I told it to a mate of mine and he said, there's just been a shooting in Kentish town. Mm. So if you're going to put it out now, it's probably not a good time. Change it to archery. Nice. Yeah. But isn't that funny that uh, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I got to the exact, it, it, yeah. almost exactly the way Alf. I'd did like it was. to hear how Alf reached that punchline. Al- Alf. Alf. Yeah. Maybe yeah, actually, Alf will be listening. Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, let me know. Alf, if there was a similar chain. But parallel yeah. thought happens, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. And that's what I love about the one-liner community because there is a one-liner community. There's some shows in Edinburgh that, uh, that Masai Graham puts on. It's called mm. the One-Liner Show. Yeah. And basically, just all the one-liner guys go and do the show, and I used it. Um, to work on new stuff for mm-hmm. the next year brilliant and you get to see all the one-liner guys yeah. I mean, we never gig together people never actually put us yeah. on the same okay, bill yeah. um, so and I just yeah the community is nice and everyone trusts everyone no one's I don't believe anyone in there in that community yeah, still yeah, jokes yeah. like they're all really hard working comics so mm. it's quite nice when uh, if you see someone doing a joke you've done I feel totally comfortable saying to them Oh, that's something I've done, and then if they do it to me, fine. And I delete the tweet, and Great, you know, move on. write something else. Yeah. So there's no point getting too sort of weird about it. I don't think. But yeah, I think I find it very interesting as a topic. And this week, it's on for this week. We've got this is one of the Edinburgh shows as well, but it's one because uh, I'd say about half were quite quiet in mm-hmm. Edinburgh. Yeah. So we did it in the booth, and so there's a few audience sort of there. It's lovely. Yeah. It's really nice, intimate. Uh, and this week, 
It is with Joey Page. Yes. And Eli Mathewson. Yes. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to say about it, really. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Cool. Well, I'll start, because I'll do one of mine that doesn't really work. This one was in a show a couple of years ago, and I, I know the idea is good, but it just never quite hits as well as it should. So the idea is, I went to Cafe Nero the other day, and I got one of those cards where if you buy nine coffees, you get the 10th one free. But I mean, by the 8th, I was off my nut, right? <laughs> yeah. So the, so, the, so the joke is, I did it all in one go. Yeah. But by the 8th, I was off my nut, is a long old punchline. It doesn't sort of hit. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I wrote this down the other day just to see if this is any better. Do you think this is any better? Uh, so got one of those cards. So if you buy nine coffees, you get the 10th one free. Took me a couple of hours, but I managed it. Or do you think it's better if... Okay, so... The eighth one is better. Surely you should have something in there about shitting your pants, though, right? Isn't that the primary thing that would happen if you drink eight coffees in one go? Well, I did not know that. Um, (laughs) Is that true? Is that what you're thinking? Or or that you stabbed a man. (laughs) 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 And then shit myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) woman. Yeah, we're not sexist. Um... (laughs) Because I was thinking go, maybe going down the anxiety sort of my heart's going nuts, but I had a heart. I, I mean, I, I managed it, but I had a heart attack. Or See, now just, I, I managed it, but I shit myself. Yeah, shit yeah. yourself is funnier, isn't it? Yeah, Shit's maybe funny, like right? I would have really enjoyed that ninth coffee, but I was sitting in my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be a bit graphic. I mean, you I don't said, know. You said something quite, um, quite important, possibly there, and I don't know how much like audience members or even sometimes comedians like me think about that where you say the punchline was too long yeah so can you explain what you mean by that because i certainly don't really understand that (laughs) so people will see the joke so you want everyone to hit the joke get the joke at the same point so you get a big laugh so with that by the eighth some people would have twigged what the joke is by the eighth i was off my nut so there's, all, there's loads of different points where the audience could laugh. So it's a, a weird kind of... And do you seriously think about that when you're writing a joke? Always, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Am I allowed to swear on it? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, oh, God. I've got so much to learn after 12 years of being a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's my style of one-liner, so it has to be really purist and Sure, but it would be so much better if, if we all just did that. Yeah, mate, I don't like know. But then the with that one, biggest laugh to come at the same time for everyone. Yeah, that's what you want, isn't it? So you get the big pop, like when you said "fuck." Then did everyone laughed. Did, but you if you'd guys gone, all, did you guys all know? Do you ever th- think about that? Did you know that that's a thing, or do you not know, or do you not care? Also, but uh, is, you kind of want them. You kind of want them not to know and not to care, but it, them just to abide no, but by. I mean it. about the construction side. Yeah, yeah. You don't really want them knowing that happens, but you want them just to react to it because you created it. But they are on a podcast it. about how jokes are made. Yeah, which is These interesting. Guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they know now. This is like behind the magicians. Yeah, a little bit, sleep. little peek. Yeah. Little bit. <laughs> so here we go. So that, so that. Um, I'll, I'll, so I'll play around with that one, and I'll make. I'll do the shit yourself, and the, I stabbed a man. Yeah, there you go. Um, You're back in by the eighth, by the eighth, I stabbed. No, no you need to get across that. I shit myself. Yeah. How would you do it though? So you go, not how you shit yourself, but how would you? You say by the eighth. I, I, I tr- so you get a ninth coffee. If you if you buy nine coffees, you get a tenth one free. I mean, I managed it, but I did shit myself. <laughs> or is that how you pitch that? Do you reckon? 
Or by the eighth, I, I almost got it. I, I almost did it, but by the eighth, I shit myself. Yeah, or, I think that's... Yeah. Do you reckon? What do you reckon, Eli? Could you even be like, they gave me a card, said have eight coffees, your ninth is free. I said, game on. Unfortunately, by coffee six, I shat myself. By the oh, eighth, okay. I stabbed a man. Yeah, yeah, so you could get a few beats from it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll try that one. Lovely stuff. Um, Eli, what, what have you got? So you've got a new show up here? Yeah, I have. So have you got anything from that that you, you really liked? But yeah, I've had a joke that I had to cut. Uh, I did it maybe in the first three shows. Mm -hmm. It was about how um, uh, I hooked up with a guy whose breath smelled like cheeseburgers, <laughs> and then and then also I used to, and he was, but he was a vegan. And then I used to work with a girl oh. who always smelled like scrambled eggs, but she was a vegan. So the joke was, <laughs> maybe your pores are excreting the, the scent of what they want to consume. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it just felt too mean to vegans. And I, I think because my show is marketed as about, about the environment, I get quite a lot of vegans at my show. Oh, really? Yeah, so did yeah. you find, so when you did those, you got a weird Got a weird response, yeah. Because oh, you're not really having a pop at vegans there. No, nah, not you? really. Or just, just those two specific ones. It's just a very stupid theory that I came up with that is yeah. absolutely, obviously not true, but... Did, did that happen, though? Oh yeah. So that so they, that both those things are true. So this guy, I hooked up with him like three times. Every time his breath smelled like a cheeseburger. So I was like, "What's had you, going had on?" Had you just eaten a cheeseburger? Yeah, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked him, and then he was like, "No, of course not. I'm vegan. Never had a cheeseburger." Oh wow. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. What never. Never. Do you reckon they never had a cheeseburger? That's weird, isn't it? I don't. Yeah, I guess so. I Any vegans? Never. Anyone here not had a cheeseburger? But that's like vegan from birth. If you've never had a cheeseburger. Yeah, I guess so. Good point, Joe. I find that more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that there is someone out there who's never had a cheeseburger. No, so Joe's quite more su surreal. But although you sort yeah. of, I don't know, you're not as, I haven't seen your show this year, but last year there was a lot more logic to your stuff. Yeah, um, so I do like surreal stand-up comedy um, and like flights of fancies. And, and my thing always used to be that I would just talk about something for ages to the point that, we'd all forgotten what we started talking about and then I'd bring it back and that's oh. how I'd get a laugh. But yeah, yeah. then I realised that almost every single one of my jokes was like that and by the full time <laughs> you do it, people are like, oh, we've just seen this twice. So really. give an example of what you do. Well, well, there's one that I'm stuck on, right? So, okay. Um, okay. I, basically, I used to live on uh, in a flat above Brixton Market and when I lived there, there's this guy and he's got an egg stall and it just sells eggs. Right, just free-range eggs. And the eggs on the free-range egg store are more expensive than the free-range eggs in Iceland, which is next to the egg store. Right. And every day I would walk past it and just think, how does this guy survive? Mm. And then I tried to like turn it into a bit where I was like, so if you think about it, like he's got to sell two punnets of eggs, or whatever you call six eggs, half mm. a dozen, yeah? <laughs> but this is all be part of it. I'd be like, what is six? So then I start going off on a tangent about... Well, is it, is it a punnet of eggs or a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, he'd have to sell two of them to get a Sainsbury's meal deal a day. So he's, <laughs> he's got to sell two lots to buy lunch. How much is it to rent the stall? Does he own the chickens? If he owns the chickens, how much is the feed? How much does he buy the chickens for? <laughs> when is the break-even point for this guy selling these eggs? Yeah. And I was like, and then at what point did he decide that he was going to give up his career in banking to run an egg stall <laughs> and then like the moment when he tries to tell his wife and then what was he going to call it and then he's like oh i'm gonna call it ben's eggs and she's like you could have gone for any 
<laughs> anything better like what came first or and I go for all these like, oh yeah 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 and then basically I was like and he would have to be so nice to everybody because he'd need to sell eggs to literally everybody that passed his stall like he would have to sell eggs to the guy that voted for Brexit he would have to sell eggs to the guy that um, is probably a paedophile he'd have to sell eggs to a guy that used to come with his wife but now only comes alone and when he asks him when he comes alone he says oh I killed my wife and he's like well you better have some more eggs just to, you know, <laughs> keep, keep that murdering arm strong. Like, so all these things right. that come from that initial idea of, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, you're not going to be able to help me today. Where did, where did it, where well, did it no, end up? Because it just gets in a mess like that and I go, ah, oh, and then I get bored of the idea and then I just work on something else. So basically never, <laughs> so I do that and it never So when really you tried that, that was anywhere. getting the audience on board until the paedophile bit, really. Oh, do you think? I but, think. But I, <laughs> I, I noticed kind, the definite change whipped, in the vibe. I kind yeah. of whipped through it because it'd be like, well, first of all, he'd be like, every time that someone walked past, he'd start chatting to them. So he'd build up like a rapport with them. Yeah. And then they would start feeling sorry for him because they assumed that he needed to sell so many eggs to actually make a living. Yeah. But he's trying his best, so it'd be like every day, you'd have to buy one pound fifties worth of eggs off him, and nobody can eat six eggs a day. And yeah. so then all of a sudden, <laughs> then your wife is getting cross with you because it's like, why'd you keep bringing these eggs home? <laughs> yeah. We don't need them. It's like, I'm just trying to help this guy out. Could the punchline be how like, you do all that about how much he needs help, and then you say how you thought about that every time you walk back with your eggs from Iceland? Or something. So that's like. Yeah, I see what you mean. So it's like I'm purposefully not helping. You mentioned the Iceland bit and that they're cheaper. But I also think it's possibly a metaphor for doing this job. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it's not particularly well paid quite a lot of the time. You, especially up in Edinburgh, you're always trying to make your friends come and see your show. It's not a financially viable job. Aye, we've all given up yeah. good jobs to do this. Yeah. I, get, well, I never have, but most people have given and up jobs. And there's someone that will do it cheaper. Yeah. So I don't know. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> But I well, that's quite. Did you ever do that angle when you did the joke, though? No. Why not? That's that's interesting. Yeah, but it's only interesting up here, isn't it? I couldn't do that in a club because nobody. No. Nobody has a working knowledge of what the Edinburgh Festival is, really. Oh no! But just the, the job in general. Maybe it's not. Maybe I it's don't know. More. It's just one of the things I kept trying it loads of all those different ways. And but it's it an really interesting worked. idea because, like, yeah, how does he make? But the money? main thing is, I suppose, what the funny bit is, is like. I genuinely, and I do, I genuinely always still think about, how's he doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about that it now. Crazy. I don't even live in Brixton anymore. How's he doing it? Maybe it's sort of a dodgy, like, cover. Like. How many hours well, of yeah. the day? Yeah, it must be a drug front, right? How many hours was he sitting out there? Well, it's just there every day. Maybe like there's cocaine in all the eggs. Maybe. But I... I just don't know how he's doing it. <laughs> have you ever asked him? That maybe that's well, no, that's the other thing. I don't goes. really like talking to strangers when I don't have a <laughs> microphone. So it's like, <laughs> I, I guess it's almost about like I could have just asked him, but but, it's, but then that's a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, how do you make any money? But then people ask me all the time. Oh really? <laughs> they're like, is that, you, is that after they no, see your act? No, there's a bit in this about my show. They're like, do you seriously make a living out of this? And I'm like, yes. Especially pots. after the eggs bit. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a bit I can't get to work. Someone said that to me yesterday. <laughs> they were like, so how do you actually, so what's your, yeah. what, what other jobs do you do? Oh, no, no, this is, this is it. What you talk, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Any thoughts on the egg bit, anyone? <laughs> I really like the nonsense yeah. of the way your brain was going. It just needs a pop at the end, which is interesting mm. because what you were saying earlier about, because I know the jokes you were referring to, where you start with a thing, you go off on one, and then you come back to the thing. Mm. It feels like that needs that. 
Do you know yeah, what I mean? Possibly, and I've not done that for a long time actually. Because I've tried to write actual material now. But that is a jo- that is that's just one long joke. Give an example, just an example. Of what you they so they know what you're talking about. Well, so I used to have this bit about how it wasn't no, there was no truth. Well, there was a little bit of truth in it. I I worked in Pizza Hut, and there was a guy, and he once came in and he had like a claw for a hand, like a mechanical claw. Right. And so when I served him, I said to one of the other waiters, I was like evil Dr. Claus in over there right? okay. and then I sort of turned it into this <laughs> bit where I was like imagine if I worked in a shop and he came in every day for five days and just bought one item and then left <laughs> and so I was like I did this joke where I was like every day he came into my shop and he bought a mango and then he left the shop and he did that every day for five days and on the fifth day he answered his phone and he said um, good afternoon Dr. Chris Law and I was like it is Dr. Claw and I was like what is he doing with all those mangoes and I thought so I'm going to follow him and I followed him back to his house and hid him in one of his cupboards and then um, each day he ate one of the mangoes until on the fifth day the last mango disappeared and then I just found out that he was actually a scuba diving instructor who lost his hand in a scuba diving accident he was actually no threat to society in any way whatsoever and now I've just lost five days hidden in his cupboard for no reason whatsoever and that's kind of it <laughs> so the mangoes mean nothing no but it's like they're a sort of diversion tactic for yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. like showing that i get really carried away with and ideas. you build the momentum yeah, and in yeah. the end like you just change the gear that. right oh it was like oh i oh no i'm misremembering it i was like it's a really good excuse for if um you've forgotten to buy someone a birthday present you can use this excuse because this happened to me uh, I was like, because uh, I hid in that cupboard for five days, I forgot to buy my nan a birthday. Right, there present. you go. That's oh, that's yeah. what. So you missed the main main part of that. Yeah, but I forgot. I haven't done that joke for about ten. So years. you you set it up by saying about birthday cards. Yeah, yeah. And then talk about Doctor Claw. Yeah, yeah. And then so you do all that lun- lunacy, and yeah, then you yeah. come back to just a mundane. That's just a mental saying. excuse of why you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's yeah. the bit. You, yeah, you missed the most important yeah, bit know, out. But sorry, I've yeah, that's it. right. No worries. That's good. Well, we know what you mean now. We know what you mean. <laughs> your, your bit where you said about. Um, which came first? Was that a joke about which came first, a chicken and an egg? I yeah, just like, remember that. So I had like loads of different stall names. Like, so the stall would be called which came first or you could have called, because it's basically his wife not having a go at him for the fact that he's quit his high-powered job to open an egg stall. It's the fact that he's done it and he's also just called it Ben's Eggs. Okay. It's like, surely you could have come up with a better name than that. And it's like, <laughs> Keeping um, it. you know, um, let me make you some eggs. <laughs> Omelette, omelette, omelette. Yeah, that's nice. Ten of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember. Sure, you can call it Benedict's eggs as well. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs Benedict. Yeah, that's good. And in the thing, like the idea was that the wife would start going with the names, and then the dog would chip in with one. Implying that like anybody could come up with a better name than he could. Yeah. And then maybe the kettle would... <laughs> I don't know, but I never really got that far with it. Okay, cool. Any other bits, Joe? Um, I've got a bit from about 10 years ago that I still... You know when, like, sometimes as a comedian you'll write a joke and you love it, so you keep doing it, but it doesn't work. And then eventually <laughs> you have to shoot it in the back of the head while it's not looking and never use it again. Yeah. I had a bit like that, um, where basically I got woken up by a load of noise in my back garden of like the sound of people fighting mm. and it was all I mean even saying it now it just sounds terrible <laughs> um, it was loads of different types of soup 
in my back what? garden fighting to get into the house to become soup of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and I really think that's a fun idea, but no one ever went with it. What's not a restaurant? Huh? It's not a restaurant. Not it's well, just your house. Yeah. You have soup of the day at your well, house. Because what's soup of the day in my house? And then where did that go? Um, there was a Hungarian goulash hidden inside a bread. <laughs> so that's how it got in. Like a sort of Trojan horse. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No. I don't really want to explore that. To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> Upon re-airing it, I think I've got better as a comedian is what I'm trying to say in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I got a joke on the joke of the fringe list, but I also don't know Which if it's written. Which list is it? The Telegraph one. The Telegraph, okay. See, so easy. Everyone's got I one. I mean, the Dave You've one's... You've probably all got one as well. I mean, the Dave one's the important Your fried one. egg bit might make it in. Yeah. For next year. <laughs> So what was your one? Well, mine's, I'm always trying to word it more economically, but it's like, um, it's about how I've just turned 30 and it's a real process to come out of the closet as 30. My friends were supportive, my boyfriend was supportive, but my mum tried to kick me out of the house, hmm. is the joke. Oh, okay. So I'm constantly trying to pare it back, but it kind of is such a concept that like, needs to go, I don't know, it just... Slow, make the delivery needs to be much slower than that yeah. to work. So, so what 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 changes have you made to it to make it economic? Um, it's a real process to come out as thirty. My boyfriend supported it. My friends supported it. When I deliver it in the show, it's like my parents weren't as supportive. And I really slow it down, and, then I, and I'm like, my mum tried to kick me out of the house. Like I yeah. slow out the delivery. Like it's like a traumatic thing. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a quicker way to get to but that. Is, is she joke. trying to kick you out of the house because you're 30? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so um did okay so 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 economic wise did you all know where that it was going? Because I I kind of didn't. Oh okay. Hmm. Interesting. So in your show, does everyone twig? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But but it more I have to tag it to make it. I like my mum had to kick me out. My mum kicked wanted to kick me out of the house just because I identify as thirty or something like yeah, that. At yeah, the end to oh, like, right. So uh, it feels like, like it, the, the setup needs to be. Ah, oh, that's an interesting one. So so it could cause so it could be you don't know where the reason that she. Uh, kicked you, wants to kick you out. It's like yeah. it's like that confusion. So you don't know whether it was because I'm thirty or. Cause oh I'm yeah, maybe you have yeah. to say. And I was like, Mum, how can you not be on board with my sexuality in this day and age? And, and that's not that. It's that's the fact not that. that. You're, 30 you're, 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 you're thirty. Yeah. Get out. It's nothing to do with that. You're thirty. Yeah, true. So it's more of a pull back and forth. But if it works, it works. But but do you? But does it only work with the tag? Yeah, well, it's normally one of those ones that's like half the audience laugh and then yeah, yeah. everyone so laughs so on so the So that's tag. the example of what I was saying earlier yeah, about the long punchline is how you, like, you got half laughing. Yeah. Whereas would you rather it go bang? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what you were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. Punchline being too long. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's quite cool. But it's nice like that example. thing that, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, um, but quite often a comedian will aim to put really harsh sounding letters oh, towards yeah, yeah. the end of a punchline because it will get a bigger reaction. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until about yeah, K, two months ago. K, K, K sounds uh, are really good, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you, you never heard that? You never it's heard like that. It's like just joke theory, yeah. So an example would be, I had a joke where um, the punchline was, oh, see, this sounds really bad, but it's not a bad joke. Why don't you just tell the joke? Oh, it's long. 
Can't be it, it, mine. No, yeah, okay, it's not. But it's when I used to be, I didn't do one-liners as much. So it was, it was I think I've told you on the podcast before, but it doesn't matter, you haven't had it. Um, so, so I live in Folkestone, which is where the Channel Tunnel starts. And when it was built, I remember when it was built, the English had been digging years and years one way, the French had been digging years and years the other way. And there's this moment they met in the middle uh, where the French broke through the last bit of earth they created by the English. It was celebrations all over the news. And uh, I was thinking if, uh, if it was me, I'd have played the prank on the French so that as they broke through that last bit of earth, they just greeted by a load of Chinese people. <laughs> so, no, no, no. so they thought they were dug in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah greeted by a load of Chinese people and I changed it to Koreans bigger laugh yeah right oh wow and that's nothing to do with bit Chinese people and no, Koreans no, no. it's just the sound. the sound also Chinese people is Koreans. four beats yeah. whereas Koreans but K K sounds yeah. and it I would also lo- I would love to like get you to I'd love to just write down one of my bits and go to you Sharpen that up. Yeah. I, I say so many words I don't even need could to do say that. in my set. Like I changed one bit from loaf of bread to Kit Kat and Kit Kat gets a bigger laugh. Right, yeah. Just, wow. yeah, just yeah. K words. Bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. Who knew? Not the professional comedians, it turns out. So <laughs> that's good. Um, Is there a joke in... That may sound bad, but the KKK, if you explain that whole concept and the KKK uh, being really funny, funny... Yeah, but yeah probably. I'm gauging for the audience now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think there's something in that if you can get the right angle on it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've what? got a bit that... Can I, can I go for another bit that yeah, doesn't work in my can. show? Yeah, of course It's not in my show. But basically, you know that Philip Schofield yeah. started doing these We Buy Any Car adverts? I didn't. On the radio. Did uh, you, right. you guys aware of this? Where he's like... Is it, is it We Buy Any Car? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, I can get a quote in under a minute. And it's like, the first thing that springs to mind is, Philip Schofield does not need to be doing an advert. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, I need to be doing an advert. So I kind of wrote this, this bit where I was like, you think you know where you are with Philip Schofield, yeah? Especially if you don't have a job like I don't have a job in the day. He's there. He's mm. making mundane things seem interesting. He feels like your friend. You feel like if he was stood in the bar over there, you could go up to him and say, excuse me, um, I tried to come and say hi, Philip Schofield. Can I buy you a drink, Philip? And he would say, call me Phil. Yeah, you think you know who you are of him. You think you'd be your friend. <laughs> you think you can have a good laugh with him. And then I was like, and then, you know, you buy him a drink. And then he'd be like, because people in, people in TV call me Philip, but my friends call me Phil. And I was like, yeah, I've got a similar thing. At home, my friends call me Joe, but... When I'm on TV, people call me Joey. And he's like, have you ever been on TV? And I was like, yeah, about 10 years ago, but no one remembers. <laughs> and then like doing this whole thing where we kind of go on this weird little mandate where it's like, um, <laughs> like we'd be getting along, we'd be chatting in the pub, having a drink. I, I wrote this bit in winter as well, so it doesn't really work now. I was like, I look outside <laughs> and it was snowing. And then we'd go out and we'd make snow angels. And then I'd be like, it's Philip Snowfield. And then I'd go through <laughs> some more like that. We went for faux. And then he, he would order, we went to a Japanese restaurant, he ordered pho and he was Philip Fofield. And then basically he tried to do one and it didn't work. Yeah. And then he'd be like, so you think you know who you are with Philip Schofield? And then he goes and does that fucking advert and you just think, why do you need, the, what's going on in your, what do we not know about about you? Like how, do you, how Why how does he need the money? Yeah. And then he drives off in his really nice car that he probably got from the money and then I drive off in my shitty Ford Fiesta 
because I didn't get the advert. I got down to the last two and I lost out on the job to Philip Schofield. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, I don't know. It's, just it's a bit weird, Philip Schofield, doing a wee buy any car. It, yeah, it is. But I don't know why I went down that road with it. But that's what I decided to do with it. And yeah. it didn't really make any sense or work. Did it work at all? I think people like the idea of me being friends with Philip Schofield for a bit. Yeah, that was fun, yeah. I liked it when he said, <laughs> call me Phil. I think I ruined Phil. it by putting a trying to put puns in it did the puns work no well like they got grown so you know sometimes that's as good as a laugh isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> sometimes depends that's how the gigs go depends on how you want the, the pun to be received I guess yeah like if yeah. you want them to acknowledge that you're making shit jokes and that's what you want but yeah yeah I don't know how many times did you try that oh about seven or eight did you <laughs> sort of like and what I lost my way of it and just gave up always the same I mean, I don't really know what the... Well, actually, no, once I did it, and when I said, like, and he drove off in his really nice car... Yeah. And I drove off in my full Fiesta because I didn't get that part. I got down to the last two and I lost out yeah. on that voice over to Philip Schofield. Got a round of applause, but I think people might have just really Glad liked it's me. Glad over. <laughs> I would really like to, yes, right, what I mean. Me as a yeah, person, yeah, yeah, not yeah. the actual bit of material. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't or know. really hate... I think people get an... I think it's quite an annoying advert, and I think people like Philip Schofield, and then they, they find do. that annoying. Yeah. And now that, and I just wonder why he's had to do it. Maybe that's for the route I need to go down. A bit like the Eggman. Like, surely he doesn't need the money. Yeah. Oh, I've got it. He's funding the Eggman. Is he? Yeah, that's why he needs the money. <laughs> oh. He's got to dig him out of hundreds got, of thousands of pounds worth of debt. You've just, you've just, got oh, a, you just huge. discovered a callback. Yeah. Do it today for for the Soho Theatre. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, do, I'll do it on Friday when I've got nine people at the show. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Phil Schofield? Um, <laughs> oh, I mean that's a big problem as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One more, Eli, before we finish up. Sure. This is right at the start of my show this year. I do a joke which... So my show's about the environment. So the show's called An Inconvenient Poof. And I say, welcome to the show. It's called An Inconvenient Poof. Uh, I got a lot Great of plug, poof. by the way. Thank you. Yeah, poof. 
Well, you have to pronounce the word puff for the pun to work, uh, <laughs> which is fine. Why, am I, why do I not get the pun? It's an inconvenient truth. An inconvenient poof. What's that uh, from? I don't know what that it's is. It's Al Gore's documentary about saving the planet. There's some nods going. People uh, recognise it. Okay, I just don't get it. Um, so on the title, yeah. you just hope that they know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say mo- for the most part, people seem, people seem to get oh, it. Great. That's great. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's really good. I just didn't know the thing. We've got someone's hand up. Oh, Philip Schofield's. Bruce Forsyth. Has Philip Schofield got a catchphrase? So Schofield. It's so Schofield. So Field. So Schofield. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's good knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Plucking out of the I've never read the advert. Um, so, poof. Oh, poof, yes. So, at the poof. sound of my show, I say... <laughs> please, Joel, please don't edit that. <laughs> just say edit that poof. That's yeah, the yeah. ad for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the sound of my show, I say, like, I've got a lot of anxiety about climate change. So, what I thought I'd do with that fear is, like, fly halfway around the world to a festival that runs solely on handing out thousands of paper flyers. Okay. Uh, it's such a, just a terrible thing to do for the oh, planet. Yeah. When, when you book in that flight, it comes up with that menu. It says, if you want to offset your carbon emissions, uh, but it doesn't give you a price to do that it just says kill yourself uh, this, is, <laughs> this is one of the first lines of my show and it's a uh, real 50-50 uh, oh, really? I think just bringing up suicide about a minute in it's like yeah it's yeah that's like true <laughs> yeah because especially if I don't know you yet yeah like, straight away you're like bang yeah Oh, that's funny. So I don't know I'm just keeping it's it it's nice that you yeah. you actually address it as well yeah the fact that you're doing a show about that when I'm clearly doing so many things wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have to do it. So, so do, do isn't that every young person? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, everyone's so worried about stuff, but they're all doing tons of stuff that doesn't help. Right. Yeah. I think just don't worry in the first place. Yeah, just kill, kill the earth. I don't know, though. The Amazon, <laughs> Amazon's on fire. Yeah, that's shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Things aren't good. I mean, the sea's going to be acidic in 70 years, but I won't. I won't be mobile enough to get in the sea by then anyway, so I don't really mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm not having kids, it's fine. No, don't fancy it? No. That's got deep, hasn't it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the water's getting deep as well, so... Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's right. to joke his way out of it. I did try to, but it didn't really work, did it? No. Okay, cool. And so that one, did you just get rid of it or are you still in? It's and still it's just, in. So it's one of those where I you're like, you commit into it. that's one that's in the it. delivery, maybe. Yeah. Somehow. It's hard to. I'm not. I. I guess I don't have a gr- grip on like how common knowledge it is. Is it true? Every airline, when you book it in, does it have no. that feature? No. Yeah, that's why. Oh, I don't know what that means. So, definitely in New Zealand, when you book in any flight, it'll be like if you want to offset your carbon emissions and you add like three dollars to your flight and they but, but put that into planting trees. Oh no, I didn't know that. I just uh. assumed. I got the joke because I just assumed what it would mean yeah for sure oh that's what they do mm, that's good to know so that's not a feature that oh no, I don't it is a feature no yeah oh no you lot not heard of that wow well, so maybe in the UK so did it get a different reaction in New Zealand to what it does over here well I only did it like once in New Zealand because it only exists within the context of me flying to Edinburgh so oh, yeah, I yeah, only yeah, like about that. Yeah. could talk about it when I was talking about flying to Edinburgh which is not an interesting comedy subject when you're in New Zealand but and, yeah unless you say you just came from Australia, Australia or something yeah, yeah. Festival. but 
Yeah, I said, wow, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Well, that's so interesting because it has people have laughed and I've been like, oh, they must have it. That whole, th- <laughs> that whole thing is but annoying. You get it, I think. I yeah, you get, you you get think it. About it for a second. Yeah, because yeah, but offset because well, the, the fact that if you killed yourself, you would offset all your own your carbon emissions. So that you get the joke. Yeah, yeah. Know, so I don't know if it matters that much if you don't yeah, know maybe the thing. It doesn't matter. But that annoys me that that you have to pay for that. But why can't the airline? pay for those trees well it's an option you can choose yeah. to not pay for it yeah i like because when you go to esso they always say on there and buy petrol it always says donate 25p to charity do you see that anyone seen that i choose on not the, to see that yeah <laughs> but but i always say no because i just think how much money are esso paying the charity why are they trying why are they trying to like they're trying to make money for charity, which is nice. That sounds like I'm sort of against well, that. Well, I did read an interesting thing that SO... But it's my money. It's not their money. I so did read an interesting thing that SO do, like a lot of community work. Like, I know that they um, All right, thanks, gave man. stuff to the um, <laughs> to this guy who's got an egg store in Brixton. I did they? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we shared the podcast there. That's nice. Good stuff. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Thanks, guys. Eli Matthewson and Joe Page! Woo! Oh, I had to do that in Edinburgh in my room. like Yeah, and you did it like this. Eli Matthewson. I did, because there are people Jerry, sleeping. Jerry and you'd always be on my case. You'd be going, oh, you know, doesn't mean the thing because I'm going to have yeah, time about to edit 11 it. Yeah, about 11 in the morning. 11 in the morning? That's, yeah. That's early. I've already been up working for hours at that point. All right, mate, but, you know, and it's not all about 11 you. 11 in the morning, you're scared to wake someone up. So yeah, you're like, Danny uh, Ward was sleeping. Joe Colfield. Next, next door. I wasn't going to shout it. <laughs> No, you did. You did fake shouting. Yeah, that really annoyed me. Did it annoy yeah. you? Joe I can't. Hold, Joe Caulfield. And you think? Oh, you probably thought. Oh, Joel will just turn that up. But <laughs> well, I didn't. No, I just. But yeah, it is what it is, mate. I didn't yeah. want to wake up my uh, com- contemporaries. But they know what you're doing. Is they understand. The right word. Uh, contemporaries. I think I use housemates. It wasn't. It's a flat. Flatmates. Yeah, but they weren't on my flatmates. But well, my Edinburgh flatmates. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, great episode. Great episode. Stuff. Um, looking into the future, Joel, mm-hmm. I've got some lovely guests uh, lined up. Uh, we won't give them away too soon. Um, so I'm going to record those. So we're going to sort of mix the regular episodes yeah. that I record with some of the Edinburgh ones uh, that just that we, I don't know what to say. Well, They're in them? the can. They're in the can, but yeah. I mean, the, probably more so the ones that were in the booth yeah. recorded like a normal yeah. podcast rather than on stage through the sound system but you know we've got loads of great stuff coming up um, let us know what you think at Jackson Mark um, see you next week bye it's Caulfield Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to Quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.